Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 36, 37, and 38 of A Crown of Swords, Blades, A Note from the Palace, and Six Stories. Enjoy! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to season seven, episode sixteen, and this is going to be a doozy. I'm a little upset that we're not doing this on a Tuesday night, just because it's going to be such a great episode, <laughs> and we probably don't get everyone here because it's not a normal recording night. But guess what? You guys can check it out afterwards uh, if you didn't miss it live. Hopefully, you're tuning in now to the actual podcast uh, when it releases everywhere when I get around to it. So, uh, hey guys, hey everybody in chat. But you got a few people saying hello, so hello, hello, up, hello. Howdy, howdy. Oh my god, guys, my name is Damn, because damn, yeah, that's, we definitely that's should've, they, that's they should've named this chapter. <laughs> we definitely should have done the live recording Tuesday night. This yeah. was a good one. It was it was a good one. <laughs> a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of stuff happening, a lot of implications on these chapters. It's going to be a doozy of a couple chapters to get through. It's a almost few. like we're near the end of the book. Almost like it feels that. like it feels that one way. Of those chapters. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, a uh, quick little housekeeping. We have no new patrons. I think. Yeah. No, no new patrons since last uh, two nights ago. Um, oh, wait, do we? We might. I, I say that and I didn't even look. I think we actually do. Have, we do have one new patron. Sorry. Sorry. We do. Um, that would be Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. This episode is for that's you. That's right. I knew I saw one. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Wayne. Wayne, Wayne did, this is did, your episode, buddy. This is your episode. Yeah. The Wayne. Good Wayne time to right join. Yeah, yeah, this is the episode to have dedicated right here. Wayne yeah. planned this two years ago. He did. He planned it all out. So <laughs> Wayne's our new patrons. We do have one new patron. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. As far as other things coming, um, I am finalizing guests for the next Watt of Fortune. That's going to be on April 8th uh, at some time during that night. Um, we're still working on times depending on the guest and when they can do it. It's probably be 9 p.m., 10 p.m., somewhere around there, Eastern Daylight Time. But April 8th, it's going to be. If one guest confirmed, a couple other ones still waiting to hear back. But um, yeah, so we're gonna have some contestants. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Come check it out. Um, gonna gonna be fun. Um, other than that, just still getting ready for Jordan Con. Um, waiting. I ordered a bunch of uh, merch uh for us and talked to our merch provider to make sure those come in in time. Um, Ooh. Chris, I didn't order you another T-shirt because I know you already have a large T-shirt. But do you want me to order one for you? I mean, I'll always take another one, but you don't okay. have to. It might not be in time for Jordan Con. I was like, Ian and I need one because last year we didn't show up with any Will Reed's merchandise, and Chris was like, yeah, jacked out <laughs> and Will Reed stuff. And I'm like, I feel he bad. He did it right. Yeah. I, I have this awesome shirt from a uh, from Black Tower podcast, the Flicker 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 shirt. So yeah, you know, that's got, a fun I got, one. I got that one. Um, that's from Black Tower podcast. But yeah, so um, I wore that last year. I'll wear it again. Uh, but yeah, um, we're gonna have. I got t-shirts for me. Um, 
Oh, for Jordan Con and um yeah, beat him on um you'll take one. Well, we do giveaways, so you know at some point yeah you can win one. <laughs> we can you can give away. Uh, uh, your patron say if you want, you can just give away the one you you'd get me. That, that's fine. I have one. Okay, it fits. All right, we're gonna give away a t-shirt. So <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. So yeah, um, so Jordan Con getting ready for that. Um, the next two weeks we will not be recording live. Podcasts will be coming out in regular schedules. So if you're not listening, watching us live, and you're just sorry, guys, um, just listen to the podcast. Uh, it's still going to be coming out semi-weekly. Um, I was more on a schedule of every Tuesday, but life got really busy, so I'm just like editing when I can and putting them out when I can. So it's coming when out it happens. times. When it happens, they come out. It's when I get a chance to actually sit down and edit and do the things. So um, apparently, that's still- what dark friends do. They just yeah. randomly pop in and cause havoc here and there it's what we do it's mm-hmm. what, what we do um so personal life um not much has happened since uh well i mean i i did get a reservation for my my dinner uh party thing that i'm doing uh saturday night for my birthday um I mean, a couple of my guy friends are all going to still uh in portsmouth virginia mm-hmm. uh which is like the little shining good mm-hmm. spot of portsmouth um that one section of high street that one little section of high street um that um actually has some really nice restaurants like really really nice like really nice restaurants uh and the rest of portsmouth is like you're not sure if you get shot um so that's that's if if you don't know where you're going that's a neighborhood to be cautious in yeah portsmouth is uh is rough uh it's a rough area but the nice areas are really nice though there are some waterfront areas in portsmouth that are really nice but they're not far from not nice. <laughs> yeah, I had a. It's happening. It's just slow. I had a friend, a friend who was like, like a friend of a friend who had like that lived out in Portsmouth, and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go over to my friend's parents' house, and I was like, in Portsmouth, he's like, yeah, come over and hang out. And I was like, this is years ago, and I was like, after oh. dark, <laughs> what? He took his address, and like I was driving down, and it's like going through the ghetto. I'm like, oh man, where's where where have you taking me? And like, it turned down this like one little tiny like alleyway or road. And then, like, looked like a private lane. Went back there and is on the water. This giant like house is like tucked away from everything else. So I was like, "Oh, this is actually a really nice house." Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, you get a lot cheaper out here because uh, the gunshots bring down the value. Um, <laughs> home values drop when you hear this gunshots. Be true. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's sad but true. Unless you're um, a yeah um so yeah so going to high street to still which is like a it's an old speakeasy so it's actually underground they have the slotted door it, there's no doorman but it's actually underground and it has a like a ton of whiskey so it's gonna be a that's, still, fun that's super cool yeah it's gonna be fun that'll be fun um, so looking forward to it um that's it from since yeah the other night nothing else really new going on um getting ready for the the birthday celebrations and yeah awesome uh well for me again nothing crazy new since tuesday i already told you about my spring break coming up uh in the background tonight they have a half day tomorrow so i'm gonna let the kids stay up a little bit longer ronan's playing Fortnite, so you might hear that and river is practicing the drums uh i don't know if i mentioned on here but um i signed him up for school of rock could i ever talk about that on here yeah no so they maybe talk to me then right so they get individual lessons and then they do a group session where as a group they learn songs and at the end of each season they go to somewhere nearby like a bar or something like that and perform uh and river is in the um the high school group 
He's playing drums, keyboard, and bass on a bunch of Ramones songs. So he's up there practicing right now. But yeah, he's playing he's playing drums on that one. Uh-huh. Uh and Pet Cemetery, he's on the key on the keys. Okay. Um anyway, so he's up there practicing, but super proud of him. Uh Alan, I'll when it the show's in June, I'll let you know when it is. It's at that River City roll in Scott's edition. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll, you know, bring the family out, listen to River embarrass himself it's- and go bowling. It's always interesting when you talk to drummers that like draw in like high school bands and stuff like that, because like they learn to draw by sheet music. And of right. course, as you know, like I drank, I drummed for a while. Ian knows this. I used to keep my drums at his house, <laughs> his yeah. mom's house. His yeah. mom used to hate it. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I, drum, drum, I drummed in a band for a little bit and I did a couple of uh, uh, bar gigs and things like that. Um, but I never learned how to read drumming sheet music. I just kept right. a beat and just would do fills whenever I felt like a fill would be there. And you know, I got up, you know, to, um, uh, I was over at someone's house and the kids, someone had kids and they had a drum set. They're like, Hey, can you play the drums? And I was like, I heard you could. I was like, yeah, I can. I was like, can you play like cranberry zombie? And I was like, I was like, well, if you just like, give me like the song, like in my ear, I probably can just drum it out. And he's yeah, like, I might be able to figure can, it out. You can play by ear on drums. And I was like, it's freaking drums. It's not like the piano or like, yeah. Well, the cool thing about school of rock is like, they'll get into being able to read music a little bit, but that's not how they start you. They put the instrument in your hand and they try to teach you to go by ear right off the bat. Uh, especially with the drums, they give you just kind of basics of breaking down, like, all right, quarter note, eight, sixteenth, like, this is what you do with your wrist, and bing, bang, boom. But mm-hmm. other than that, they're not reading music too much. So, paradiddle, 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 right, right. Paradiddle. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's, uh, no, when, when his rehearsals are almost over, I try to get there early so I can listen to the last couple songs they're doing. And it's, it's phenomenal. Like super proud. Dad. Sure. So anyways, awesome. So he's up there jamming. You might hear it. I don't know how good this mic is. Okay, cool. Chris, I heard that. <laughs> My migraine finally went away. Did she just stub her pinky toe? I just heard Chanel scream in the background. That sounded like a pinky toe stub. <laughs> She's just prepping for tonight. Oh, oh. Shoot. oh lordy! Oh. 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 Now she's watching this show. Inconceivable! Really? You're a dickie. Well played, Chris. Well played. But you had a migraine. Uh, I gl- I glazed over that. Sorry to hear that. I haven't had one yeah. in forever, but they're not fun. Dude, it was. I took the day off work yesterday. Oof. I got through a lot of audio because i yeah. couldn't look at the freaking sun so yeah, i text- couldn't look at a screen he texted uh, us saying you're done with wave kings <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm ready to go i'm ready are done with the part, next part yeah yeah i i, I almost finished the fourth out of five books on my other series that i'm reading for brent weeks i am rocking and rolling so yep yeah was your that migraine was uh allergy induced like with the pollen yeah it was like cluster yeah. cluster headaches mm-hmm. like i almost thought mm-hmm. i had covid didn't almost yeah. it took three COVID tests because the first one came back positive. And I'm like, damn. I get because I get I get ocular migraines. I don't know if you're like have those. The... So it's where your vision goes like completely like blurry and fuzzy. Like it's not yep. so much a lot of pain, but like your vision just goes completely out. My um, vision goes blurry, but then I also get the pain. Like think of like Cyclops mm-hmm. glasses. Yeah. It's in that vicinity, like just yeah, right across. Uh, I still have a little bit right now, but yeah, I Much get them bad better. sometimes. Like where I have to like if I'm like, there's been times where like I think I, dr- I can't drive because like I mm-hmm. you can't 
can't make that your ass okay. That I'm like, man, we're just gonna stay where I am for until this goes away. Yep, I, I took one adventure out while early morning to go get some Chick Fil A because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take full advantage of this. Chick Fil A is open, oh, and I regretted it because I almost didn't make it back home. Yeah, it wasn't safe. Yeah. All right. All right, Blades, let's do it. Come on. Blades, let's go. Let's go. All right. So this is what everybody's here for. If you were exactly. fast forwarding, stop now because this is where the show starts. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 36, Blades. There's lots of Blades going on because uh, we start with uh, Ran about to fight Torum. Uh, they get the practice swords out and it's uh, it's kind of like a, a, you know, you know who's bigger competition? Uh, <laughs> locker yeah. room. Locker room. Uh, <laughs> So comparing I, sizes, uh, you know, I don't know like, if at the end of the last right. chapter, they specifically said practice swords. I guess I was like kind of too excited about everything else going on that I wasn't paying attention, but I was thinking they were going to go swords. And I was thinking right off the bat, we'd get the hair and Mark blade reveal. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to be a smackdown before the swords ever crossed. But the fact that they went practice swords is actually cooler because yeah. they're still underestimating Rand. Well, Torm's just in like, are you sure you want to, you know, fight like this? Because uh, he still wears his full coat because obviously he doesn't want to show his arms with the tattoos and everything like that. Right. Uh, he puts his sword aside because he doesn't want the Harrenmark blade to see. You know, he's trying to play like he's like, he's like, sure, you know what you're doing, boy. You know, I'm a blade master. This is not going to end well for you. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm good. I'll, I'll fight you guys. Yeah, you sure you want to wear those gloves? Right. You might slip. He's like, oh, I'm good. He doesn't want to show the hair and marks in his hands, you know, yeah. trying to hide yeah. all his marks. Or how about how about men? How cute is this? She's so worried about him. She's like, Rand, no. Oh, my gosh. Da, 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 da. But then she's also thinking, well, you know, he routinely fights like 10 dudes at a time just for practice with one eye closed with an arm tied behind his back. But yeah. I'm so worried. Like she does the freak out thing. But in the same yeah. like thought process is like, I mean, this is what he practices for all the time. Yeah. And, so that, and that was cute. Yeah, and then Ram gets in the stance. He's like, "Alicia, know how to stand." And he always yep. seems kind of aggressive. Throws him, throws him the sword first to see if he can catch it. Yeah, he catches it. He's like, "Huh, okay." Goes It'd have right been better if Ram fumbled it. Wait, which that, end? This yeah, end? that that would have been the better. That, the comedy <laughs> is what I always enjoy. Lure yeah. Ram. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, Torum just charges right into full on attack mode. You know, like in a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly how it happened. Uh, that's, that's the, that is the way I pictured it. And doesn't it make a comment like on his first attack, Rand just kind of like Perry Perry's one handed? Just yeah. kind of. Yeah. La, 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 la. yeah. But then Torb starts pressing harder and harder, and gets a little, and they're coming less and less. Block. I mean, Rand's not disadvantaged, but he's not on the upper hand either. It's, uh, he's, having it's a, he's having to work a little bit. Yeah. He, well, and Caroline outright tells him too. She's like, "None of your special tricks, cousin. There are many eyes to die, half of which are red, and you don't need that attention." So. Oh, but Rand. Yeah, but I could just so they don't really get in deep enough into his response. But you know, Rand is like, I don't. I don't fucking need my tricks for this. Like I'm actually a badass with a fucking sword yeah. in his mind. And oh, he's yeah. trying to, he's trying to show that with his casual cool. I think if Rand would have started off right off the bat, given it all he got, I feel like Rand would have whooped this dude's ass. I think yeah. this was showmanship. It kind of backfired because Rand got distracted. We're not there yet, but 
up into the final moment of this sword fight, it felt like Rand was, I won't say he had the upper hand, but he casually kept himself in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the feeling he was sweating too hard for it. But yeah. I guess he had to work a little bit. He was against a blade master. And you can see Cat Swain is over in the corners, rolling her eyes the entire time. Like, oh. <laughs> this is for a moment. Torm I thought she was getting turned on. <laughs> for a moment, Torm stared at him and Rand looked back calmly. Then they began to dance. That was all men could call it. The gliding, flowing movements. Wood blades flickered and spinning. She watched Rand practice with the swords against the best. Yeah. And he could find often against two fight often against two or three. Like then then I'm gonna make you sweat comes on. Everybody yeah. dance now. So they it was so beautiful and so easy to forget that those lays been steel, blood could have flowed, except that the blade steel and not last touched flesh. Back and forth they danced, circling one another. Swords now probing, now slashing, ran attacked, now defending, and every movement punctuated by those loud clacks. Like, we're doing sword fighting at Jordan Con, right? Yeah, there is a sword fighting. Yeah, it's, uh, it can do sword or spear. I saw that. What if I do both? I think I'm gonna is go that blasphemous. Uh, I don't think so. I, I how mean, how I was... many people will I offend by doing both? <laughs> I mean, if you're a wetlander, you would use both. Yeah. If you're Aiel, no, you don't touch the sword. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you could always. Oh. Oh. Kid, 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 and camera. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Proud dad moment. Proud dad moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, proud dad. I'm let. It's nine thirty on a school night in. He's seven, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How, how great am I? Yeah. It's a I half mean, day tomorrow. I was about to say, half days. I never went to those. So. It's a half day before. Well, that's what they both asked me. They're like, so we don't have to go tomorrow, right? I'm like, no, we got to go. We've already done too many freebie days. <laughs> yeah. Hal says uh, this scene gets the same treatment as the volleyball scene in Top Gun for the show. Yeah. I like, yeah. <laughs> I put it up there with that. In general, we've talked about the sword fighting scenes before i i wish there were more of it and jordan spent more time describing it but still he, he paints a great picture uh early on when Rand was learning from land there was some awkwardness and you know he took some blows and everything but as land taught him and as he taught himself it really feels like this very graceful Almost like when Neo finally realizes, oh, I know Kung Fu, and just like mm -hmm. eyes closed and just going to, I don't know. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, this, this all of my, happen. all of my anime Asian show watching this comes into play when I imagine these things. I think Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, yeah. Fuse with a little bit of Avatar. Fuse. Mm. <laughs> or, or all those different uh, tropes where it's like, in, it, it, it's in gray and you see they go through the fight before the fight actually happens i think the mm -hmm. last samurai does that um yeah. it, that's kind of how you imagine by the time they go to do it they already know each other's moves every step of the yeah. way yeah so kill it's bill. Kind of going right kill bill yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so. the star wars kind of comes yeah. in there oh, yeah, yeah yeah so uh as they're as they're fighting all of a sudden they hear a scream which actually breaks Rand's concentration he takes a nice little hit from the side and then like basically something between the mind flare from stranger things and the smoke monster from law shows up and just rips a tent out 
like completely up into the sky. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. You said mind flayer. That's as that's it was described. That's what was in my mind. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out: is this related to, um, what's what's the tendril smoke of the place where they stole the dagger? Oh yeah, uh, from Mordor. Mashadar. Mm-hmm. Mashadar. Yeah. Is it is it related that, to that? That's exactly what this is. That is exactly what this is. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. But instead of just being lurking in a city, it's out and about, right? Because well, so that's, that's, that's why I got inside of Mordor. Right. Yeah. That's why. That's why I got I from Stranger like, Things that picture of it. Kind of. It was his yeah. breath. It's more breath. More, more breath, breath, more garlic. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. More breath. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he just it. breathed out, and it just. We yeah. But it gets it gets t-shirt pretty graphic. Of, t-shirt of more breath eating garlic, and it just coming out of his mouth, just. Yeah, and and it gets pretty violent. I mean, Torum hits ran right the side, then plans actually on killing him. It almost seems like, but then right as that happens, like the fox snatches one of the red sisters and like snaps her neck like around backwards, and just <laughs> and like there pretty- was much rejoicing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was like when it popped out. I went, "Oh no!" Then it said, "Red sister snapped in half," and I went, "Oh no!" Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 Where's this going? Cat's way was the first one to overcome shock. Her arm rose. Yeah. And twists it in two balls of fire. Like this is that Moraine type ish, just from a mm-hmm. new character perspective. And yeah, I love me some was like balls of fire. Like I got this. She goes like, straight for the balls right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Although I don't want to read into it too much, but the little bit we know about Cat Swain, how old she is, she's worldly. She's seen everything. She doesn't get surprised by much. And she still had to overcome a little bit of the shock of what was going on. Oh yeah, this we, is... even the fact that she stuttered a little bit. This is a this is not a. Well, small she order. didn't realize that more death and the power that was in that city is now out. Correct. I yeah, so it, it, it caught her off guard. She mm-hmm. had a yeah. it was brief, but she had an oh shit moment. Uh-huh. I think that's significant. Yep. So everyone like, starts to. Been... Oh, go ahead. She's been moving at this slow pace to like correctly address Rand and to really assess and, and do things. And now she's realizing she may be paying for that a little bit because she hasn't really taken them serious or what's going on serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to slow down, but I do have to tuck in Ronan and give him a hug. Okay. I'll be right back. Sure. Yeah. So everyone begins to scatter and run everywhere um, from the tent um, and including Rand and Min and Torum and Catswain and everybody, but they kind of form a group together, I guess um, uh, a few others as well. Um, and they decide to, that the best ways is to try to go for the high ground. Uh, they know that uh, going, I think it was North. I think they said, yeah. like, I mean, it, Torum went straight away to, this is his work. It's Althor's work. Oh yeah. Like, and then he's like, uh, where are you? Jeral, the light burn you, man. Where are you? Draw more like more death. <laughs> yeah, Fane did not answer. He went on shouting. It's like, dude, he's not coming. Go north. So, oh, he's there. He's there. <laughs> yeah, but he, he's not coming for the reasons you want him to. Yeah, him where he's at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and they formed a defensive group. You know, trying to escape the fog. Um, you know, making their making their way up the hill, making their way down cat. <laughs> with cat swain like but it's funny how quickly she fell in and asserted herself as being in the lead and how quickly ran and said okay all right we can do this yeah well she's also like super old so you know um 
it's age uh the age uh the mature the wisdom of age much wiser yeah just fall fall catswain's lead but um yeah but they make their way like halfway up this hill and then as they're making it up the fog starts to overtake them um and, and they're trying to channel or catswain as the women are men's are Rand's still holding back from channel at this point you know uh with the with the fog closing in and finally Rand's had enough so he channels Bail Does a little finger blasting. Finger blasting is the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah, does 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 a little finger blasting. Uh and um it, it seems to work for like a little bit, but then like the fog just comes right back together. Like it yeah. but also at this point, everyone that's around him sees this happen and it's like, yeah, the gig's up. Um yeah. I knew it. I knew yeah. it was you. It's like the fog was cold as winter, grayness closing around them in swirls, so heavy it was difficult to see the other clearly. Mm-hmm. Hearing was too was always too easy, though. Shrieks drifted through the murk, men and women crying out, horses screaming. The fog seemed to deaden sounds, make it hollow, so that mm-hmm. thankfully those awful sounds seemed distant. So, like, he literally, in the matter of like two minutes, filled the entire camp. Yeah. With this yeah. fog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the fog just devastated everything around it. Like, at this point, he's probably one of the most powerful characters in the book at the moment. Yeah. Singular characters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would and, make arguments that certain people teamed up can be better, but yeah. And, and, and Torm immediately realizes who Rand is at this point and is like, you, you're causing this, you know, and it gets like all huffy about it. And they're like, don't have time for it. So he just runs away instead of like, it's so, like the, fo- the Fox clo- closing in fast. Right. More afraid, maybe not afraid or mad or angry with Rand than he is this mystery fog that just shredded a red right in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I thought that was a little bit extreme. Probably mm-hmm. also stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a situation like that, even if I'm standing by people that I would consider my enemy, but there's a much greater threat, I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's you. We're going to talk about this when this is over. Let's figure this out, you know? But he still darts off. Yeah. And of course, Cat Swain's reaction. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's about what Rand said. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you totally just slapped me. It is so. I'll tell you why. Shit out of Rand! That. Don't you ever use Bellfire again? <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it from that you, angle. You keep Get that, that Bellfire out of your, out of your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock wow. was a G for that one. Rand I'm, was a G. Rand could have went right off now. and like Bellfired her. Instead, he was like, okay. Yeah, he's kind of ducked his head in. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was very uneasy. That is a very. Swing. I was. I still am. But see, I'm. It wasn't the slap. I don't want to say the slap did it because you know me. Generally, I'm not a fan. Although that's a situation where she was right. Yeah, there's a time and a place. A mother uh, scolding a child is what right. that was. That, well, because that was a moment where I started trusting her. There needed to be an immediate stop to that action for everybody's safety's sake. Like he needed to be snapped out of that. Like, no, sir, absolutely don't do that. So, anyways, but I'm starting to I'm starting to love her. Yeah, she's great. So I think we already answered this, but Hal wanted to know. So, uh, what do you think caused the fog? Bubbles of evil, or was it all Pat and Fane? Oh, it was all Pat and Fane. Yeah, I'm thinking the Fane and 
and that stuff from no, no, we, we see no, later Michael, on no we see later on that these are definitely two different evils mm. yeah we i think we get we get that 100 percent right. confirmed yeah, in about that, three sentences yeah right. <laughs> it, well it's a little longer than that but yes because uh what happens next is as cat swain scolding rand out of the fog out of nowhere pat and fane comes in for a little sucker slice and 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 barely nicks ran. I mean, it doesn't really get him that good, but um, right, right, right in the spot, right where the weak wound is. But uh, yeah, slices him um with the ruby hilt dagger, which we've right. seen that slice people before, and it you know just basically corrupts them and okay. they turn to mush and disintegrate immediately. Right. Um, yeah. Once I heard, oh, we got nicked. It, it wasn't. I wasn't thinking. Oh, Pat and Fane failed on his attack. That's oh, all no. Pat and Fane wanted to do. Yep, that that's, all is he, it. that's all he needed to do. He wanted yeah. a slow death for him, and just a nick, just a yeah. little bit, just to see how it feels. So just, why don't you think Rand? Too. Why don't think Rand just like anybody else? Like a nick, like died immediately. Because I mean, well, we saw that in Great Hunt, people died immediately. Well, we well, know they, one. They, part t- they touch on it. Yeah, they did. The, the two evils were fighting each other. Right. Correct. Because the and, evil existed in that wound where he hit. The, instead right. of attacking him, it started attacking, trying to attack the other evil. Because yeah. you got to remember, the, the, mo- we t- the moment I read it, though, mm-hmm. it, I had a cheesier stance of, well, it's Rand and he's just oh so strong. Sure. But yeah. yeah, his Taviran did not help him on this one. No, or or did it? Or did it? Yeah. Or did it? You got. You can't so, think Taviran always just means everything's going to work out perfectly for you. Sometimes right. it makes the things happen that need well, to happen, and, and it also so, gives you a peek into the what they didn't already realize is that there are two different evils at play. Well, yeah, and we talked about this uh, way back. I think in Eye of the World, even when we first talked about more death and who more death as historical more death was, um, and that the reason why um, Shadow Logar fell was because this guy named Mordoth came and they tried to develop a way to defeat the shadow by with evil. Like rather than trying to defeat it in good ways, they created this thing called Bashadar, uh, which was yeah. more evil that could defeat evil. So fighting it was evil like, with it was evil. like a pure chaotic evil though. Like it right. did not discriminate. But its, but its purpose is to fight the shadow. Right. Well, it was the whole reason it was yeah. made. Which is probably the reason why wait, where he was cut saved Rand's life in a way oh, yeah. because immediately right away uh, went to attacking that versus attacking, attacking that Rand. versus him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. so but Rand still collapses because obviously this is not good um and, and samitsu uh tries to heal him but not really effect just enough to get him out of the situation where they can you know yeah, it's um, it slows down the path to death but even she says after analyzing it like he's still gonna die yeah 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 like i've done everything i can and but he's heading in that direction he will eventually die yeah uh and cat not gonna give up she's like no we're gonna figure out something and now coming from cat swain and i don't think she was just trying to pick this woman up cat swain's saying like literally you're the best yellow there is you're the best healer there is mm-hmm. nobody could heal better than you of course in my mind i'm thinking hopefully they run into nynaeve yeah and maybe nynaeve shows them a little something but this is the max what you can expect from any yellow asha and it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely did not go the naive route, believe it or not. That's yeah. what I did you go the Oshman route? Did you think that? But we're we're, getting, we're jumping ahead too much. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't go Oshman route. I, I went the route simply because I realized in my mind that the men and women kind of balance each other, mm-hmm. and there's no greater way to show that than 
for this moment to be it. Right. So I, I did actually go that route. That was my my first instinct was where the women cannot finish it, the men will help. So it wasn't a, oh, they're going to do something so much more than what the women could. It was just, oh, they're going to add too. And that's exactly, I know we're jumping ahead. That's exactly what happened. So I felt kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say vindicated in my thoughts, but yeah. excited about it. And Katie always coming through, you know, men did foreshadow all this saying, you know, the way that Tavirin works is that, you know, if you do all these good things, there's balance, right? The pattern's going to balance out. It's, it's going to have Katie on. I want to know what this Katie person looks like. I yeah, need sign, to know. Sign her up. It's really Sanderson, like with the. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brandon said, in our chat. <laughs> he's too busy writing. He can't come watch us every week. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> On that note, okay, sidebar a little bit. Did you see, I forget who they were from, but somebody came out and wrote a piece on Brandon Sanderson. And they piece, went, yeah. interviewed him and everything, and mm-hmm. they just dogged him, wrote this horrible article, and like, yep. I don't really? get it, doesn't make sense or whatever. But then Sanderson's yeah. response like was, as stand-up as you could be, you know, yeah. like, look. I did see a response, but I didn't know the response was two. Yeah. yeah. So there's a guy from Wired Magazine, in case you didn't follow this, and I'm not going to comment too much on it because I don't even want to give it press. But um, it basically, he went to go, uh, he didn't like Brandon Sanderson's writing. So he went to go oh. interview Brandon Sanderson. I didn't he feel missed, like he understood he the fantasy world at all. Yeah. And he went to go interview Brandon Sanderson, and it looked like he was just stretching for ways to, like, make a bad article and he couldn't really find any so he just turned it into a personal attack like the whole article was like yeah oh. he's so rough. he's so mormony and lame and boring of a person and his kids are horrible and his wife's heart like it was like that kind of like it was just wow very yeah. bad journalism like was, i kept like a, waiting for it to be like uh just kidding or like a uh, obvious satire or something like that but he just had a lot of negative things to say about him yeah it was odd it was really weird but sanderson's comeback was good was as good as it can be. The Sanderson it's, it's like he was like, yeah, he's Mormon. You know, th- this know. this guy's also, you know, he's a peer, fellow writer, sort of thing. You know, he's trying to figure this out. Blah blah blah. I mean, sure, it clicks. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, that was interesting. Anyway, sorry, big sidebar. Yeah. I just came across that the other day, and I was like, man, this. I thought we were done picking on fantasy folks. Like, yeah. I thought it was cool now. Like yeah, everybody a nerd was okay. <laughs> I mean, he made it sound like he was like he definitely wasn't like a, it didn't sound like he was a fantasy fan. He was just like, yeah, right. I don't think that stupid. <laughs> right, that that guy who wrote the article, I don't, like I don't think he had any hope of understanding the genre at all. So, mm-hmm. anyways, that's okay. But Esquire did a really nice piece to follow up with it. Okay, uh, Esquire. Madison. I got I got to check that out. Yeah, they did a really nice piece, and there there is some stuff they you know they talk about some negatives as well, but they did it in a very more journalistic and classy way. So sure, yeah, you could not um, like an author and like just the way that one was written. It was it was over the top. But anyway, like George Martin, complete total asshole. Love his word, <laughs> complete total asshole. Yeah. Why? Simply because he won't write the next book. Yeah. Finish it. Finish it. Um, but yeah, so they they end up carrying rand out of the chaos and they get to the road and run out there and Rowan. flag down flag down the first first 
poor guy just carrying his turnips to market (laughs) just trying to make a living just trying to make a living like like, throws the bag at him you're mine now no yeah throw all your turnips away we're gonna take all the turnips away i'm gonna buy all your turnips and then you're gonna take it to sun like like, first off i would be going back and getting those turnips later but and i'm sure he did yeah but like to, to throw a bag and say here's your whole like year's worth of work just throw it all yeah. out kind of yeah. i felt that yeah i mean that's better than what you see in all the movies i don't know if it actually happens but in the movies in the Where u.s they, stuff, they whip yeah. out the badge and they're like homeland security i'm taking your car and they just rip them out mm-hmm. yeah that, very shit true. Ne- that shit would never fly no <laughs> i'm like i don't care who you are right you're not taking my stuff take that badge and shove it yeah oh yeah but uh, I mean, at least she didn't just compensate him; she overcompensated him. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, yep. and they needed it. Needs the key, yeah. Plus a plus a bag full of money. Yep. So yeah, they uh, take all the they channel all the tur- the turnips out of the cart, make a little bed for Rand, and they head off to the Sun Palace. And Catswain tries to convince him to come back to her place first. He's like, no, we'll, we'll skip that. And like, and Ben's like, no. And she surprises herself by talking back to Catswain. She's like, yeah. if he wakes up in a place that he doesn't recognize, you're dead. Like, he's going to, like, at yeah. this point. Min saves the day here. Yeah. I totally agree. A hundred percent. If Ran woke up after what he's been through. In a box. This, you know, pretty much. Like, where he's, like, you know. And we get the first glimmer. One person of he doesn't recognize. We get the blasting. first glimmer of, like, kind of care from Catswain in this moment, too. Mm-hmm. She, she can see that he's playing. Yeah. Huh? I mean, she concedes that Mint's right. Yeah. Cat's I mean, as she, dummy. No, she's not. And she literally asks, like, what happened to him the last time that happened? And so we had the explanation of him being trapped in the box given mm-hmm. to her. Right. And that, that made a huge difference in her um, reaction. But also mm-hmm. the, and when he got out, he did what? And one of the other eyes that I there was like... <laughs> Thrown Still up. three yeah. women, and they're throwing up and everything. And Cat Swain like is put off by it, but I think Cat Swain understands what oh, yeah. she's dealing with. Yeah, she's uh, almost better okay than a lot of other it. people. Yeah, I don't want to say okay. Like it's probably still very distasteful, but not as surprised. Sure, I go yeah. with that. Yeah, and then and then we get to the Sun Palace, um, and um, the the maidens all are freaking out because honor obviously wailing uh, wailing uh they, yeah. they're, they're freaking out the wise women are freaking out and like cats trying to send them all away and they're like there's not a person at this point that's no. not freaking out <laughs> yeah because Rand's dying i mean it's like yeah. it's a huge thing and um and the ashman come in um it, it, she tries to send out the wise woman and like, has like the stare off i think it's with the meese at this point the cat yeah. swing and me stare off <laughs> like it's like it's like, like you yeah, go? you want to go? Not do anything about the wise me. ones? Don't back down from nothing. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. I got to give it nope. to them. I can even if agree. even if they recognize that somebody's stronger in the power, uh, they still they don't flinch. They don't blink. They just they're like Agreed. honey badgers. Don't give a shit. Uh, sure. Yep. Um, but as they're trying to, I guess, make Rand comfortable and he's dying, uh, just Shiva and Flynn come in, and she was like. Oh, we got this. And they're like, uh, no, no, you're not going to let a man channel her anywhere near. It's like, no, no, no. Move aside. Flynn got this. He, he knows what he's doing. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Flynn's then, the best. Yeah. Flynn's, yeah. Flynn's, 
what's this old haggard man he comes in he's just like his story oh, is fantastic though yeah it's short it and sweet but mm -hmm. uh, i i love how jordan finds a way to get his story in there without dragging this out because obviously right. Rand needs immediate attention mm -hmm. so flynn's thing is that he likes to talk while he's yeah. healing channeling right. whatever it helps him focus <laughs> he lets his hands do the work yeah, but as he's doing it, he takes the time to explain so everybody in the room can hear, you know, how he came to be a healer. And, you know, he was used to be a fighter, then injured, then this, that, and the other, and learned he had a knack for it. And as he's talking and explaining this to everybody, and oh, by the way, the main person trying to put a stop to this was the yellow, whatever her yeah, name was. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And, uh, and so she's really too. freaking out, but, you know, the other guy's not letting her come close, but she's listening to what he's saying. And then finally she sees that he actually improved upon what she did. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, again, it's like, not hundred percent, but I will have your babies. If you right. just tell me what you did. <laughs> she lost her shit. She was like, and so much comes into play here. Like for you how long have these female eyes guy, for how long yeah. have they convinced themselves that they're the cock of the walk, mm -hmm. that they could do it all by themselves. And whatever they can do at the maximum of what they can do, men certainly can't do it better. Yeah. Right? There's a couple that have talked about, oh, back in the day when men and women could channel together, like that's when they were most powerful. But mm -hmm. I feel like the reality of that is totally lost on most, yeah. if not all of them. And so this was like an aha moment for her. Like she knows she's one of the best. And she knows he just did a little bit more. And probably the curiosity also of they can't really watch each other channel and see what they're doing so like Flynn Dahmer, like, Flynn Dahmer uh, got his, himself a oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah they i'm a little sad though all right i know i'm all over the place uh chris you were talking about how like you kind of saw this coming with the ashaman i think part of the reason why i didn't is because i knew there would be a moment where the male female channelers find a way to start bridging the gap coming together finding common ground and then eventually yeah. channeling together. And I've been just assuming for so long it would be Rand and Egwene or Rand and Elaine or Rand and Nynaeve or some combination there. So I'm not, yeah. I, I guess I'm not mad. Could you mad imagine, at that, could you imagine Rand and Nynaeve channeling together? Like it's going to happen with the two big statues. Oh, it's going to have the two. Okay. Oh, now you know, the ones they were digging out of the ground. Yeah. Okay. That's that I wasn't thinking. Yeah, but I'm there with you. That would be pretty cool. Yep. I mean, he yeah. has their counter. What are they, they going to do? Just blow like... up fucking planets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they want? What kind of question is that? <laughs> Stop thinking so small, dark friend Alan. What are they going <laughs> to rob somebody for their turnips? No. <laughs> Planet destroying <laughs> power. Destroying power. <laughs> Existence destroying <sighs> power. They are what they're going to do. They're going to bail fire everything so fucking hard <laughs> that they go back to the beginning before people uh fuck things up and release the dark one yeah there well, you go maybe oh. It, like oh interesting what's the they're gonna go blockbuster and they're gonna be be kind and rewind everybody maybe it splits the the uh taint from the male side. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh. uh, the poor Ouch very uh there's, there's a couple of women out there that are mothers that just raise their hand i know what that's like yeah it's yeah 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 sadly it happens
It does. Um, so yeah. Um, so, so Flynn, Flynn explains to her how he did it. Like he says, well, I couldn't heal it, but what I could do is I could basically section them off and they're fighting each other. So maybe they'll actually heal each other over time and, and hopefully they'll just both kill each other off, but I section off from him. So he'll be fine. And these two evils will keep on fighting each other within his body. Uh, but I was able to basically pick a barrier and hold them in their own little war, which is kind of a yeah. cool little idea. Like rather yeah. try to heal it. Like he's like, it's gotta it. be a little idea. Yeah, Alan, even you're putting the okay. Ashaman down. Okay, okay. How about here? Try that again. Say it again. That was a really big idea. That's big, big, <laughs> big, big brain stuff going on there, man. <laughs> that was three or four brain cells applied to that. Uh, Fair enough. But I, yeah, pretty cool. This is how you know you're a father of a, a toddler. He said, "Big brain, big brain." Big brain. <laughs> <laughs> He's smart. Uh, big brain. Big brain. Big brain. He's a big brain. <laughs> like Big Bird? No, son. Uh, no. no. You're a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to find better references. <laughs> My children are going to hate me. Yeah. And we do we do like trivia every night at dinner time. It's fun. So I try, try to teach my kids new things and like random useless trivia, but it's always fun. So like we did like what are the top five um, uh, foods that are eaten in the world? Like, so they had to guess what they were. My kids, my toddlers did. And they got them all, which I was surprised. Did they? You know, yeah, they got all of them. It took, took them a lot of cheese, guesses. Chicken nuggets, hamburgers. Okay, it is. It is uh, yeah, so so it's uh, rice is number one, eggs, oh. eggs number two, then chicken, pasta, and bread. Top five. In foods in the world. Oh, I could live yeah. off of all of that. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and some, some hot sauce or something, something mm-hmm. to spice it up. Maybe some jalapenos. How you been downtown too long? Yeah. Fun, fun little trivia things we do at, do at dinner time, just for just to keep them learning about useless stuff. Because you know, who knows? That might come up and be they might be Jeopardy contestants one day. I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till they're a little bit older because I love you, Alan. But then I'm gonna come over for dinner one night, and my trivia questions are gonna be like Alan in college. <laughs> uh, that, or, 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 or do you want Alan in high school for 500? They'll be like, well, let's take high school Alan for 500. What kind of dead animal did Alan stuff into a box? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you a present. What's in the box? Go ahead oh. and open it up. Why is there a dead seagull on my front doorstep? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> Uh, a that's time. a long story. Um, so anyway, so um, yeah, seals the seals the two wounds off. Uh, uh Sumitsu, yeah, begs him to explain it. Um, and uh, yeah, it ends with a chapter. And they, they go family. and they go to make babies. Yeah, they go to make babies. That's Correct. Chapter. Yeah, yeah. In case I I doubt this is the case, but if anybody hasn't read and they're listening to us because they feel they're just gonna get the story from us, Chris was not exaggerating. She wanted to know so badly what he did that she flat out offered <laughs> to, to, make babies, babies. to make babies for him. <laughs> I know it sounds like that's something we make up to exaggerate, but that but this time it didn't. 100%. Chris won't even try to be funny. <laughs> nope. Being yep. truthful. Yeah. Yeah. Have we got that reputation where people just assume that what we're saying is half made up? I mean, when it when it comes to stuff like that, (laughs) well, if it's if it's a line like she was so impressed, she was like, "I'm gonna give you babies." That's normally (laughs) something we, yeah, 
embellish a little true. bit. You're right. We typically <laughs> yeah. Do. But yeah. Jordan actually wrote this one. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know we all thought alike. <laughs> this is Destin. Yeah. Yeah. Anything from this chapter? I mean, as a as a, a lot went on. Um, and there's a lot of implications and a lot of things happening. I mean, Ran, it's definitely not healed. I mean, he's healed, but he's not hundred percent at this point going to the end of this book. I mean, he's still no. bedridden. He's not awake. Um, no, I'm distracted. So. Chris said destiny. It just reminded me of that time in Panama city beach at that bar that had poles mm-hmm. with a girl named destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but we are not at all immature. I promise you. No. Yeah. I don't know. No, I thought you were talking about the time. Uh, well, I guess that was in DC. What day? What day? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Because no. you said at Panama City, I was like, no, it wasn't DC. And Dave ended up in Miami. Uh, yeah, that's right. We we went to a party. This is a fun story, and I'll, this is going like a complete tangent. But Chris, we had this friend named Dave, and uh-huh. we went to this party in DC. And it's a hotel party, so we're like going in you know, a whole block of hotel rooms. So it's like going, hopping around, progressive hopping room to room, room, you know, and having a good time. We see Dave like in a different crowd of people, like in a different crowd of people, and then all of a sudden, like Dave disappears, and the party ends. Gone. Night's over. We can't find. We Dave. all rode together. We couldn't find. Oh, him. Wow. We couldn't find Dave. <laughs> so like we looked, and this was this might have been before cell phones, or either Dave. Didn't it have was a cell before phone. smartphone, and not everybody had a cell phone. Right. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. The so like we're ages. we're like I don't know what we're supposed to do. So we just left DC and the day we went we went home. We went home. Oh, <laughs> I left the left left day. Dave was missing for over a week. Like, and his oh, parents wow. like called us asking us like, "Where's Dave?" His like, mom was know. freaking out. His mom was freaking out. And um, lo and behold, a week later, his mom wakes up and walks outside, and Dave is passed out ditch. in the ditch in the front of their house. Oh sh! <laughs> Apparently, Dave ended up going to Miami. <laughs> Miami. Yes. No, I thought he went to Baltimore and then Miami. Yeah, Baltimore and then I Miami. Think it was two stops. Yeah, and then Miami, and then ended up hitchhiking and drinking his entire way home from Miami back to Virginia. And and the last person that That's brought like him home, eighteen hours, pushed him drive. out of the car. Just uh, he was drug passed out, and the last person just pushed him out into the ditch and left him there. Yeah, right, that's wow. <laughs> that's like eighteen. And Dave's still alive and has a kids and married. It's really weird now. He's a great. He's a great dude. <laughs> he's a great dad now. <laughs> like just a great dude all around. Good person. Thinks you think you. But he lived his life. Let me tell you. Oh, good lord. <laughs> he did. I wouldn't have the gojones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's my <Dave>. hero. <laughs> so after he tells me this story, I'm on the phone with him. There's a short pause, and then I was like, "So, like, are you grounded, or do you want to come over and play Halo?" <laughs> He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm good. I'll be there a little bit. He's, my I'm, I'm good. I'm alive. He's like, my mom said I'm grounded, but I'll be over in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move to the next chapter. Uh, chapter 37: A note from the palace. Um, a good old Matt chapter. Uh, so yeah, these Matt chapters. I'm I'm. I have to say it. I'm glad he finally like outright said what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy for Matt to be out of this situation, even yeah. though the same thought process kind of went through my head that went through others' heads. I still don't like the situations for for Matt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, mate, Matt's hurried out of the palace. He finishes dressing and he's trying to get out before Tylan can drag him back to her rooms because apparently that's what she did the night before again. Um, and uh, he's trying to get out of there. Um, and, and they're trying to go. They're trying to get down to the Rashad because they're going to go after the the Bullwins. That they're trying to get there. Um, he is singularly focused. He's like, we get he, the bowl. Yeah. I can get Elaine. Naive. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, get Egwene and get out of here. Yeah, that, that's his mission now. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, he gets he gets some of his red arms. Um. N- n- uh. Scene and uh. And and Vanon. And some other red arms, they get ready to go. And Elaine's there with some of the kin, and they're discussing how old they are and how the ice dies and things like that. And realizes that the kin's all older, <laughs> they're, they're all much older than the ice die. Like, like, damn, you guys are really old, yeah. Um, and and Lady Matt started to argue about how soon they can leave Everdar. Like, Matt's like, no, we're getting this bull, and we're getting the hell out of here. Like, I am yep. done with this city, like, I want out. So bad, Matt cannot leave fast enough. And, and Elaine's like, "No, no, we gotta stay for a while and test things out." I was like, "No, no, no. We're, we're as soon as you get that ball, we're out. Besides, you need to get that to Egwene. She needs your help. We, we you know, we we got we we we, we gotta move. We have to. We gotta, we gotta go. Of course, Matt the entire just trying to get away from Thailand. I mean, that's that's his whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Lane wants to stay to fix the weather. So like, no, we have to stay to figure it out. Um. And then comes one of my favorite scenes. So anything before this, before I get to this, this scene, which is just great. Um, now your, nope, your summary, no there's no more yeah. depth there. Yeah. When Nynaeve and Lan show up and Rand's like, or Matt's like, Lan? Where the fuck Lan? No, no, no. First is like, she looks happy. Why is she looking? Why is Nynaeve happy? happy? Yeah. Like, this is the right thing. Thing. Like he's she's all off. walking bullegged and start rattling in his head. He's like, "Oh shit, it's not really yeah. her." Yeah. And then Lan, he's like, "Lan, what the fuck? Lan is along here." <laughs> now I know something's wrong. And so and the that, men go in a different cart. So like Lan and Matt in the same cart, and Matt and B is like, "What the hell's going? On? Like, why is she bossing you around? Why are you here? What's going on?" She's like, "Well, son, uh, we got married last night." He's like, what? <laughs> You, married you are an married. idiot. You married Nynaeve. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Who, who compelled you? Uh, uh, the fact that that was his response. So sad, but understandable, uh, I guess. Well, I guess if you're Matt and you grow up naive, uh, you think one way of, you know, uh, especially the, the uh, you know, the, the wise woman or what, are they, what do they call them at the, in the village now? Um, the, 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 um, the wisdoms, the wisdom, yeah. Less the wisdoms never marry, uh, and then she went from that to becoming an Issa die, which usually never marry. So, I, you know, plus Matt thinks of Nynaeve as a older sister, kind of probably. I, I, yeah. I would assume that's the way. So, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of things like that. Like, yeah. why would you ever marry her? Like, she's just like, yeah, just untouchable, Not, yeah. It, and always so mean, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. he's always mean to Matt. So, he's like, why would you marry someone like that? Lance, like what we did on that boat. Yeah, well, the Seafolk has some unusual marriage customs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know the the. Uh, so I've got a sister, and like the stereotypical brother sister relationship. You know, the sister gets a boyfriend, and the brother's like, you know, all protective and everything. Oh, you date my sister? Huh, huh, huh. And I, I remember my sister bringing boyfriends home, and. They, you know, they try to be polite and everything like, oh, my name is so-and-so. Yeah. You know, I'm dating your sister. And I would just be like, I mean, Why? good luck. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, 
Don't ask me for help. You did this to yourself. <laughs> that, that was me, the older sister and my mother after she got divorced. I'm like, you you really want to date that? Yes. Like, let me tell you, uh, you can have the headache, but I'm trying to save you, bro. Good, good luck. My good husband luck. number two called me the day they decided to get a divorce. He was like, I don't know why I didn't listen to you in the beginning. I was like, I don't know why you didn't either. Like, I love my mom, but I try to tell you. I try to tell you. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I love and I do. I love my sister to death. Don't don't get me wrong, but yeah, I just put yeah. a blessing on those guys, and I was like, may the odds be ever in your favor. Oh, see, that's me and my 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 older sister's just like my mom, so I'm like, eh, that won't last too long. Now my younger sister, I'm like, bro, she she may play dumb, but she has all the intelligence I have without any of the cooth. Oh, here. And nobody thinks it because, you know, high school dropout, you know, single girl, 30 years old. Yeah, she doesn't work, but all of her bills get paid. And before you think what you might think, you know, no children, no no scares, no nothing. Guys just cash out her money. Yep. I don't, look, And women, if, too, for that matter. If, if, I, if, if I could pull it off, I would. I would high five her if she were here right now. Yep. That is, I wish I could. And, and yep. there's never a nasty thing ever said about her. So there's like, I legitimately, she just con- controls people. Yeah. Kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a happy life. Yeah. I, I yeah. Thought I doing Shit. Anyway. yeah. I've, I've been trying to get Alan to cash at me some money. He did it the other day, but the motherfucker used my credit card. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it roll. <laughs> That doesn't count, Alan. I'll pay you with your money. <laughs> I got charged three percent on that transaction. You estimated to yourself. That's another three percent. Yeah, right. That's that one point seven five. They just keep taking that money. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and Land also breaks the news to Matt that two of his red arms were killed by Balefire the day before by Morgedian. And Matt's not too worried about Magadia, but everyone else is, obviously, because of course I can. Matt's like, I got the Fox Head Medallion. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and this is. Just... Don't touch me. Yeah. No, 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 no. And then this is where Besslin is also there. It's like, did you get my mother's note? <laughs> like, what note? Go in the basket. Uh. Besslin <sighs> going out of his way to hook Matt up with his mother. Yeah, no. It's, a, it's just a little bit awkward. Awkward. <laughs> Look, there was a period of time when both Alan and my mom were single. And- <laughs> I just sent her red rods. It's okay. I had a. Nope. Nope. I don't think that'd ever be okay. <laughs> and I love you, Alan, but no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because this uh, guy's thought process is, well, you know, she's going to date somebody anyways. At least like, you know, I like hanging out with Matt. It's a good time. We party. Yeah. Good. yeah. That's yeah. that's not reason enough for. Yeah, know. it's a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, in this note, there's a lot of things. You know, she asked him about the who's this daughter of the nine moons. How did she even hear about that? I'm, I'm confused. I guess Matt must have said it or something at some point. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm assuming that. Um, and also informs him that she's moving all his stuff into her room. Uh, yeah. That that, see, this is that moment where I was like, 
Matt needs to get out of there. Like mm-hmm. Matt needs to go home. Like open up a portal for him. Send him on his way because this is getting old. So and I'm then sure, like I'm sure he did an inventory real quick of all the stuff he had that could be moved in a room, and he probably went, "Yeah, I don't really need any of that." Yep. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. It's hers. I'm not going there. Yeah. That and the fact that she sent it in this basket that was coded that he didn't even understand. So it was really a show for everybody around him, which was not right. Fair. That was the shady part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. now everybody's thinking, you know, about the message she's sending and Matt's just clueless. Yep. Mm-hmm. And her son the- is like, oh, you're the lucky one. Look, lucky you. It's quite the juxtaposition. We chose you. <laughs> it is inconceivable. He didn't fall? Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. I was hoping you had your finger on the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> keep using that word. Inconceivable. <sighs> but that's got to be how Matt feels. It's funny. We talk about communication and how everybody sucks about it. But like, since he's been to Ebdar, Matt's been very forthcoming about like what his goals intentions are. Like he's screaming at the top of his lungs and everybody else around him is plotting. It's like, nobody listens to him. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, gives him any credit for anything. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. And Matt just is almost ready to cry at this point. Cause yeah, all this stuff's like, I mean, it's just, yeah, Matt's, that's not a good spot. <laughs> That's not a good place. <laughs> Can we just get the bowl and get the out of here? Out here. Yeah. That's where Matt is. I don't even care about my stuff anymore. I just want to leave. Like um, it could be the dark one himself holding the bowl and Matt would go up there, dice him up, take yeah. the bowl and leave. Like, well, isn't this is also around the same time or is the next chapter where Elaine and Matt had the conversation about um, the queen? Uh, I was relying on you before I brought it up. <sighs> Hold on. Uh, it's next chapter. Beginning next chapter. That's like gross. Yeah. Yep. So that comes to the end of this chapter. So you ready to move to the next one and talk about nothing? Six stories. Uh, Nothing important happens in this next chapter. This this chapter rocks. (laughs) I was distracted by little kids. Oh, growing up or what is this? Eating. She's eating. Food's going in, not out. Yeah, that's coming out too. Adorable. This is one of two. They both look just the same. They're identical twins. They look nothing like their mother and everything like their father, which is hilarious because we all joked about it before. Here's number two just a little bit different yeah anyway we, we all joked about it and then they came out looking exactly like him and mm-hmm. you know it's that's perfect yeah see my kids don't look like joke me, that my wife or me they don't look like either one of us it's no just, that's true they are they are a great blend yeah uh, they don't look like either one of us at all <laughs> yeah how often did you get let me stop <laughs> Well, unless unless they mix things up, my my first one was done in the turkey baster procedure in a doctor's office. So unless they mixed up the turkey basters, uh... <laughs> this we one having, goes in your we, mouth and this we one having, goes in your butt. But oh, wait, no, we were no, having no, trouble no. conceiving for our first. This shot. one so, goes in your mouth. So at least my oldest, unless the doctor screwed up, that one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 like the medical assistant drops the vial, it bashes on the ground. He's like, "Shit, now what? What do I do?" 
Um, uh, <laughs> grabs an empty vial. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. And they'll horrible. never know. They'll never know. Matt would have gotten out and pulled <laughs> the coach himself if he could. He thought they might have moved faster. The streets were already full with the sun not all the way up. Wagons and carts winding with it. Like Matt's over it. He's fed up. He's like, y'all are moving too slow. We're going to yeah. get this damn bowl and we're going to get the F out of here. Like we yeah. are done with this place. Are we starting chapter 38? Yeah. Six stories already? <laughs> I think so. He's jumping right in. All right. So we'll go, we'll go for it. Yeah. Uh, he, he's ready. Uh, he, he's done. Um, and and um, yeah, they're all heading over. Besselin's with them. They're heading over to the house. They're yeah, getting all, I guess, on the boat to head over across the on river. A boat. On a boat. Um, yeah. Um, Matt overhears hints regarding their arrangement between Lan and Eve as a result of being married by the sea folk, um, mm. having to do, uh, having to do with in public versus in private. <laughs> uh, um, I don't think Nynaeve cares where she does it with Lan. Yeah. I don't think so either. No shame. Um, no shame at all. Um, and and this is the part where Elaine realizes the flowers in the basket imply something with Matt and the queen. And Elaine gets all up in Matt's face about it. Like, I can't, a queen, Matt, really, really? And then Matt's like, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, uh, excuse me for using that word. But like, uh, <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> it's funny, too. Like, now that Lane's around, Nynaeve can do no wrong in Matt's eyes. He's like, I'm going to go fuss out Elaine. Nynaeve, eh, you'll be all right. Like, well, We'll get you there. We'll we'll figure it out. Your land's problem. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, really pops up out of nowhere every time Matt heads towards Nanive. Yep. Like, hey, buddy, where, where are you going? Pops yeah. behind. Uh, I'm a, just going to talk to Elaine. Massage. <laughs> yeah, but Matt's reaction to being accused of uh, of of seducing the the queen is, yeah. No, no, you got it all wrong. It's it's the yeah. other way around. Like, yeah, no. Mr. Scorley, explain to Nynaeve and me the significance of those red flowers in the basket, which I see you at least have shame enough to have hidden. He was like, what? What are yeah. you talking about? Insult to injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Elaine's voice said, it's true. I could not believe it of you, and not even you. I'm sure Nynaeve couldn't uh let's see couldn't any promise i made to you is abolished i will not keep it like that's the part that really pissed me off so you're literally gonna just like withdraw your you know sense of honor and the commitment you made because he did something you dislike that's the worst kind conditional conditional love conditional respect conditional honor that means it's not really love. It's not really respect. It's not really honor. You're just doing it because you think you get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he's like me, force my attention on her. And then, like you said, he pulls it to the side. He's like, you listen to me. The woman won't take no for an answer. I say no. And she laughs at me. Then she starves me. She bullies me. Literally. She me down like a stag. She has more hands than any six women I've met. She threatens to have the serving women's address me. And if I don't let her, he's like, what I mean to say is you don't understand. You have it all backwards. Right. And then and Elaine it almost laughs sounds about it. like, huh? Then Elaine starts laughing about it, which 
you know, despite well, yeah. at first it almost sounds like she literally understands him. Like this has happened in the past to her in situations or well, situations she's heard of. But you, but you then, don't let the pendulum swing too far to the other side. Like that's that yeah. form of injustice is still an injustice no matter who it's happening to. Correct. So I, this I don't, is a statement that has always bothered me because I thought it at first. And then I instantly went away from it because I was like, nobody deserves that. It's the a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. But, but again, I did, I, people assume that about him. But we know that's we well, we we the reader have pretty good reason to believe that that's not him from what we've experienced with him in the book. That's not the type of person he is, but that's how other people see him. Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah, he's not. He had a chance to go to the palace in the beginning woman. and he was like, no, I'm going to the wandering woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what image is that leaving? Now that's not his fault, but I believe Elaine truly believes this, that this and is see, probably in my mind, him going women. to the wandering woman was just because he prefers to be around his type of people, common folk. Right. Correct. And yeah. he loves the tavern. He loves to drink. He likes the gambling. He likes the he likes, yeah. yeah. The cards, the dice. The, and uh-huh. it just so happens that he's an attractive man and ends up, you know, bringing to bed any number of women. Attractive as in good looking or attractive as in Tavirin? All the above. Tavirin. Like you, you handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has nothing to say. I left him speechless. Awkward. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> All right. That was well placed. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my favorite of our clips, I think. Ooh, me? <laughs> Until you put the... <laughs> you got to do that yeah, one. <laughs> that, that one's great. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but to to Elaine's surprise, after all of this, despite being humiliated, uh, Matt still being selfless as he is, is like, I probably shouldn't do this, but Mageddy might be after you too. So here, take the Foxhead Rendallion. Um, yeah. Protect yourself. Right there. Now, here's a question. Here's a thought. Would it have worked? Would it have protected her i think well mm. i'd say it's Let's worth see. a shot i would i would yeah. give it more than 50 50 odds mm-hmm. yeah I'd, I'd love to see it yeah, yeah he, he's super comfy and reluctantly she refuses and actually then apologizes for reacting the way she did um, i think i think so the way she responds to him she i think she is in this moment recognizing something in matt like this wasn't a small gesture. It wasn't off the cuff. She knows that he knows what it can do for him. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So she knows what he's giving up, what the safety for himself that he's giving up to try and protect her. Mm-hmm. So her reaction seemed to me like very, yeah, she was a little callous and a little, you know, joking on him about X, Y, Z and mm-hmm. flipping out on him, But, after that gesture, like she was like, Oh shit. Like, I think something clicked. Like, no, he really, okay. Maybe this dude is really here to look out for me. Like he said, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I promise to keep the pair of you safe. If Mogedian shows up, she'll go after you too. Now here. And she like, again, has that puzzled look on her face. And then she's like, I'd have given you, know you just about anything to be able to hold this and examine it and all that jazz. But yeah, but you no. got to keep it. You got to keep it. She's like, I won't yeah. wear this while Nynaeve doesn't have one or Avienda. 
And I think they feel the same. You wear it. After all, you can hardly keep your promise if Mugetian kills you. Now that I think she's still here, I think she believes she killed Nynaeve. Mm-hmm. Like, now here's the question. Could she have gotten it, figured it out, and made more? Like, I think I mean, that's she did it with the Idom. Yeah. yeah. But is this of the one power or is this something different? We don't know. Sure. The fo- the fox the fox the 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 foxes and snakes uh, gave it. I mean, we have one. snakes in this chapter. Is it enough that she just look at something, or does she have to like be able to use it to understand how it works to make it? Well, she could use it easily enough. She could tell Nynaeve to channel at her. That's true. So how she it reacts. You know, tell her. To well, I guess to my point is, it's probably not enough that she held it for a brief second. Like, yeah. No. I, I think she needs more studying to to be able to right. recreate. It. I mean, it took her a while to recreate the Adam um, for Megadian, yeah. but and also the dream she had to do a lot of test, testing right. for to the some, dream. Some work better than um, others. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, um, like I said, she reluctantly refuses that, uh, and then to top everything off. The dice are still spinning in Matt's head; They've not stopped. <clears throat> dice are still going. Oh, and we're still not know. certain what that means other than something's Something about to happen. Is, something's about to go down. About to go down. A- another divergent path where he could go one way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. So after crossing the river, uh, they get to the house. Uh, it's a six-story building. Uh, and they comment on it. Six stories. Uh, Matt orders Haran and some others to go find a back entrance and guard it. Um, and of course, Elaine says, Oh, there's no need for that. There's none else here, it's just us. Gosh, Elaine, hello, <laughs> yeah, hello, naive. I mean, naive, yeah, it's like yeah. two steps forward, three steps back with her sometimes, yeah. And then Elaine, right, Rayanne, and most of the kid head upstairs to go to the room, uh, while the others wait with naive down below. Um, and they're just hanging out, waiting. And as they're waiting, all of a sudden, well, appreciate Matt's like, "Come on, go get the bowl. Let's go up there and help let's find go. the bowl. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, you get all that. But yeah, but shortly thereafter, while they're waiting, in Theon and Felion, um, who naive knows exactly who they are <laughs> as soon as they come in. Uh, Black Asha. I mean, it's Don- not Magadian, um, but. It's also not good. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the black witches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So immediately calls them out. Uh, and Nynaeve goes to try to use her power, realizes they've shielded her immediately, which she's like, oh crap, this ain't good. Um, but too much to their surprise is that they don't realize who Lan and Matt are. They think they're just hired hands. This so, is great. Yeah. So, <laughs> Matt and Ran have their Taviranness. Ran can channel. Matt now has this necklace, and he also has connection to whoever he used to be. Mm-hmm. Right? But Lan is just Lan. Yeah. And that is more than enough. Lan, <laughs> Lan will just throw his body at shit, even when he, like, against, like, overpowering odds, bounce off of things, like, just go berserker. Mm-hmm. In, in the right. true sense, berserker and kicks ass and takes names. So yeah. I don't want to take away from what Matt does here. Matt does great. But as far as we know, Lan is just, he's not, he's, 
we've said Lan is the man, but Lan is just a man. Maybe mm-hmm. we find out he's more, but as a man, he kicks ass and takes names. He does. I Big completely time. agree. Oh, yeah. We can't forget about that. Good job, Katie. The first little argument when, when eh. like, you told Matt. <laughs> eh. He's like, yeah, I told her. Yeah. He's already lost. Like, and in, in, he's dead inside. He's like, eh. I'm here for you. Just, just be happy. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Land well, is he, very much in the it is what it is mode. Yeah, of his life. Land, Land is a tank. Yes, Land is yeah. a tank. Um, I can't even call it an argument because he didn't argue back. Like, I, yeah. I am the firm belief it takes two to argue. I mean, you right. can argue with yourself, you like a damn fool. <laughs> and I'm gonna sit there and watch. I can so buy I you a not. mirror if you need somebody to like yeah. snap back at you, but. <laughs> My ex, I used to look at shit like, you should argue back. Why? It shows care and compassion. Does it? Does it? Does it, though? Why'd you yeah. tell him you shouldn't have told Matt? Okay. It's a full sentence. It's a full let's, let's move on with the story now. Yeah, Land tackles the two sisters. Uh, they try to block him, but he runs into the air and just busts through anyway. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just uh, takes him out, and the fight breaks out between the Red Arms and the Dark Friends. I feel wow. like so many people, so much happened at one time. Like, I got oh, lost yeah. in this. Oh, there's this so much. Good. It was so close quarters combat, too. And Matt, yeah. Matt can't even use his spear because it's so t- everything's so tight. And- I, I think that's the brilliance of Jordan's writing. Like, you feel like you're in that moment. And you feel like you're lost and you're reading and you are definitely it's a little chaotic yeah you're lost and it always it, it cracks me up sometimes when i stop to think when it comes to the channeling like when they shield nynaeve and then nynaeve tries to channel like it seems like there's all this effort going on like if i were watching it you would see a struggle but from the outside looking in the black aja just kind of looked at nynaeve and they did their thing and there's nothing to see and Nynaeve was like, oh, I'm going to channel back at you. And she gets all serious. But there's nothing to see. You can't see their attempts to right. channel or their actual channeling. It's right. like but, constipation. Right? <laughs> that's yeah. how that's it. But, but then you have the Matt and Lan that start bringing the action in, like right. what you can physically see and witness and fighting. So right. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, eventually the shield drops and Nynaeve is able to kind of uh, overtake them. But then at the same time, she realizes there's channeling coming from upstairs where Elaine is. And she yells to Matt, like, there's channeling upstairs. Go get her. Um, So, yeah, Matt does. Um, Well, Matt goes upstairs. He doesn't exactly go get her. Well, he runs. He runs upstairs. He goes to go get her. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody upstairs has been got. Yeah. Runs upstairs mm-hmm. and it's a scene out of a horror movie. Like there's yeah. just dead bodies everywhere. Elaine's unconscious but still alive. But he's mm-hmm. uh, this the strange man's moving towards. He doesn't him. realize that she's still alive right now. No, not right now. Yeah, uh, she's just dead. she's tossed off to the side. Yeah, and, and you know there's a survivor crawling towards him until her head gets basically twisted off. Yep, gets twisted right off, and and this is strange man that moves faster than emergals what how matt describes it and he goes in for attack and and now see what are these people and now seeing uh he arrives and as soon as he arrives he pulls out a sword and the thing just like moves right past past matt past the guy's sword and grabs my throat and rips his throat out like yeah which is and it just say like blood splatters you know it's just horrific yeah 
pretty graphic. Can I just say, uh, I watched Indiana Jones Temple of Doom the other day in the scene where he rips the heart out and it's still beating and then catches the fire. Like, it's still awesome. And that was from the 80s. That was mm-hmm. before CGI and everything. Yeah, it was. It was great. It's still great. Yeah. Good they may have really ripped us, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, they, maybe they actually, sac- <laughs> actually, yeah, it was the 80s. They might have actually <laughs> sacrificed somebody to make that work. Yeah. Good point, Chris. Didn't think of that. Oh, this is a question. This is a question for uh, this question for Chris because he's a Harry Potter fan. Uh, did the battle remind anyone? Of the Correct. Movie? Yes. Yeah. Watch it, l- reading it was a lot easier for me than watching it, but this is exactly how it felt. The close quarters combat, the the instant chaos, the not really being able to track characters and having to reread it three or four times. That yes, completely agree. That's how I felt. It it's a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it gets yeah his throat pulled out, which is devastating for Matt. Yeah, bro. If I was Matt, I'd have been out of there. There's no way I would have stuck around. I know that's not Matt's style, but he's a safe line. I mean, he's gonna yeah. try everything he can. Um, yeah. And he goes in to attack this guy, and this guy's just like you know, and he gets on him and like stabs like multiple times in the back, and like has blades hanging out of them and, yeah. and and oh yeah that was crazy part and the guy just yeah, turns around not like, a man like he like a- after he rips the throat out of the other dude matt's basically on his back just stabbing him multiple times yeah like jamming the dagger deep in he had a dagger at that point right yeah dagger, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and still gets flung off and the dude turns around and like has the dagger hanging out of him and is still full strength right like not even phased not even phased by it matt's like oh shit this is not good and, and comes on top of Matt and like is literally about to kill him. Does he really? <laughs> so, so that's what gets him off, huh? It's a creepy ass bed, dude. <laughs> words are words are important, Alan. <laughs> they are. Anyways, words are important. Anyways, then he gives him a basket with roses and shit on it. <laughs> Matt's like, you too. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> he didn't feel about to be my favorite character tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan Peele's gonna be favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, about to kill kill Matt, and Matt's medallion's hanging, and it touches the man's cheek, and he screams, and it burns into his cheek, and Matt's like, "Huh, interesting." <laughs> So interdesting. Interdesting. Yeah. So let me, let me weaponize this thing real quick. Yeah. It starts like doing the nunchuck moves with it, rips it off and starts figuring yep. it. Um and, and moving towards them. Do we and, feel like this is one of those creatures? No. I mean, I know what this is. I know what it is. I, I but so continue. my thought process <laughs> would be this this might be the golem. Uh, whatever it is, I think it was created by the power and it was created specifically by female power because the the medallion breaks up the power. Yeah. Yeah. It could defend from that power. Hmm. So when I say female power, we haven't really confirmed if it blocks from male eye said eye channeling as well. But if it is only blocking from female channeling, then uh, this was some creation created by the power. Okay. That's, that's why it works. Yeah. And the man stands up and takes his knife out of his side and throws it at Matt. And that's when Matt realizes there's no blood on that dagger. The guy has no blood in him. It's like the yeah. Sandman from Hellboy. Uh, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> stud a million times and just turns his clock back on. Keeps coming at you. Crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> How goes Roadhouse? <laughs> now, when you read that, do you think of actual Roadhouse or do you think of Family Guy doing the Roadhouse? Because <laughs> Family Guy Roadhouse is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. But once Matt starts using the medallion as a weapon, the creature, you know, escapes like a snake. It explains like it just slithers out to like into another room and disappears. And when Matt goes to try to get, find it, it's gone. But there's no, there's nowhere, no openings larger than what a rat could go through. But it's just mm-hmm. mm. He's a changeling. Like a snake. Mm. Like a snake. Like a snake. I, heard, I heard him say snake. I heard it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sure, Alan. Sure. Sure. Wait, that's how Matt describes it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Katie's, Katie's thinking that. Katie's, Katie's reading along with us, so she's the same pace. So. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad somebody else is on the same page as me, because mm-hmm. I really did think, like these things are out helping, maybe not necessarily helping the dark one, but helping the dark one, or you know, after some of the same goals or something to that effect. So. Yeah. And what does it say? It says it's he, the, the guy said something to Matt. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah, he, was, like, he ran out. He was. Hold on a second. There were some words. Yeah. Like, I have to do it or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but like, because he said, like, not not Elaine. And like, he said something along the line, like, oh, I'm supposed to kill you too. Like, he'll, he'll, he wants you too. Or he wants you just as much as her. As her. Yeah. So he is working for the dark one. Mm hmm. Well, he's working for he. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. It could be any he. So there's a he, so there's a he that created him. So may, I, I was probably wrong about Maybe that. not created him, but, you know, controls him. Who do you work for? Who does him? number two work for? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, and when Elaine recovers, uh, she says, you know, channeling had no effect at all on the creature. Like, she tried channeling and had no effect at all on him. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Just like on the medallion. I was going to say, yeah, a similar power. So maybe it is more of a foxes, snakes thing. Hmm. I'm going to stick to that for right now because this, this is where I'm leaning. Raffo. Yeah, sure. You can't yeah. do that to me. You don't know either. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That's true. So. After all this is over with, they've uh, they've beat the 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 dark ones down, dark friends downstairs, and they finally get the bowl of wins. They have finally, we have the finally got. I mean, the we have this much of the book left, so yeah, <laughs> expectation at this point. Yeah, at the same time, Matt does a tally of the dead. Two wise women are dead, and six uh, red arms. Now it's interesting how Jordan does things. At the end, we have all of our main players get beat the crap out of, and shown how insignificant and powerless they really are. It's been done before. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. It just sucks, man. It sucks. But we know we have seven more books. But like, when are they going to have the time to really learn how to really master these skills? Like, they're going to rely a lot on luck. But I it's- feel like they're we're going to get a book full of learning at some point but consider all the tension that is between all of our main characters all of our most powerful characters part of i i think where we have to go is it's not 
we have to individually become stronger. They have to learn how to balance their talents and gifts together and work as a team. They, they've got to partner up. They've got to pair up. We need some threesomes. We need some foursomes. I love mm. to see. Maybe we can get Rand, Avienda. <laughs> Is there going to be a scene where like Land and Matt high five each other? You know, <laughs> the, old, the old Eiffel Tower. <laughs> That's not really what I was where I was going with all of that, but yeah, they. I guess, I mean, I'm sounding repetitive, but they are already like Elaine's already super powerful, Nynaeve, very powerful, Rand, super powerful. But we're getting a perfect example here where against certain beings, uh, they're not strong enough on their own. They've they've got to learn to work together. they got to stop fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Rand aiming for a foursome. Yeah, and if Moraine comes back, maybe a fivesome. I mean, when Moraine comes back. Yes, when. When. A sixsome, yeah. because if she comes back, guess who else is coming back? Wifey. Lanfear. <laughs> <laughs> now, whose side is Lanfear going to be on when she comes back? Mm. Her side. Whose side has she always been on? She's on her side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she's a forsaken. the great lord um yeah um so they they go into the room they find what they can uh get the bowl and and stuff as many song reels and on reels and tong reels they can from the room and all their pockets and and leave they make like a tree and get the block out of there yeah they should have been more prepared to take everything there Land fair who how you ain't been around long enough. We know <laughs> I know Landfair biblically. It's fiance. Yeah. It's fiance. one thing to say the whole parent who we're about to get a book with parent, landfair, Lorraine. <laughs> like it's just gonna be a straight up out yeah. you know, outlier book. Because Chris is gonna write it. That's the only way it's gonna happen. Hey, we could do that. We could write a book. We could. I'm not gonna promise you it will be rated G. Can't promise you it'll be good. <laughs> it's not gonna be G for good. My ideas will be great. Grammar and stuff like that, then we got bigger uh, issues. Let's see chat chat GPT to write it for you. That's just <laughs> just type in a prompt. I'll write the whole book for you. Yeah. Ooh. Good to go. Um yeah, so that's how we end this chapter. Um, been stuffing their pockets full and not ready to get the hell out of there. Time to leave. And that's going to happen. They got the bowl, so they're just going to dip out, right? Right, yeah. Well, we already heard, <laughs> even once you get the bowl, we need weeks to study it and use it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we have three chapters left. How do you think this book's going to end? Bro, that's not even fair. <laughs> Well, let me give you the chapter titles because uh, let, let me tell you, there's going to be more arguing, l- less communication that's helpful, and nothing important's going to happen. Okay. Like, I yep. feel like they're going to argue because they are off for leaving. And I feel like first thing they're going to talk Matt out of leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
uh, even though they don't realize that they are wave runners, all o- runners, whatever they're called, all over now, like wave mm-hmm. mistresses to help them out, they're still going to fight to stay there. Rand is still going to be in his hammock bed, you know, somebody sing- men singing lullabies to him. Um, and Perrin's going to come up and take Rand's spot as master of all. All, all of these three chapters. Do you know what I want? And I'm not sure I'm going to get what it's. I want that yellow sister and the Ashaman healer. I w- I don't even need a whole chapter. Just give me a couple of pages of them together, talking, working stuff out, maybe even uh, coming up with a plan to try and heal ransom more together. Yeah, I, I would like that. But I mean, that's I, I essentially what they did, but they didn't do. Yeah, a, a cooperative effort. Alan, you okay? Did I just Alan? What do you think is going to happen? Sorry, next? I just got an email. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, just. I, sorry, nothing to do with this at all. Oh, That's okay. Just, uh, yeah, U.S. sailing sucks. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the governing body of our racing, uh, U.S. sailing, just passed a new rule, and uh, that any racing sanctioned if it's blowing over 25 knots or gusting over 30. That you're not allowed to race anymore. Hey, that just means nobody's going to break your down the bay record. Uh, yeah, I guess I hold the down the bay record forever. Now. You have a record that will never <laughs> be broken. <Indeed. laughs> because if you're not going to go through six spinnakers in like 40 knots of wind, it's not going to happen. If it's over two feet of waves, no race. What? But that's when it gets exciting. If lightning's present. <laughs> If lightning's present, no race. Come on, how many lightning storms have I raced? Yeah, these are all track and field rules. <sighs> too much rain, too much lightning. You're freaking nope. soft. Oh, nope. no, it's, it's it's because the generation of owners are getting too old, and they're trying to protect their boats. Mm-hmm. I remember the time when the rich people had the boats; they never even got on the boats, and we just sailed them for them. And then at the end of the day, you would just tell them what they needed to pay for to fix, and they would. Uh, yeah. Now they're worried about their boats and equipment. <laughs> uh, anyway, so next three chapters we're covering are Promises to Keep, Ooh. Spears, and Ooh. A Crown of Swords. All Ooh. right. So I think we will rate in the mat Promises to Keep. Okay. And he's going to force them suckers home. Mm, I don't think it's going to work out in his favor, but we are going to discuss oh, those not. promises. Let's try it. Uh, the next one is, what about the Spears? Spears, just Spears. Spears. Uh-huh. S-P-E-A-R-S or yeah. S-P-H? Like Britney Spears. Oh. So it's like Aiel Spears. I was a little worried that the Maidens, you know, they were doing the wailing and shit because Rand got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Rand left without telling them and blah, 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 blah. These Maidens that are there to protect him, like they're going to take it serious that he got hurt. Like, they're going to be in a full-on toe situation. There's going to be, I don't know. I don't know if they go so crazy as to, like, take their own lives or something, but I think there's going to be a big reaction from the Maidens for Rand getting hurt like that. Yeah. And then a crown of swords. Uh, I, uh, who's, who's the chick that Rand was just hanging out with? Uh, Rand's Madrid. Madrid. Damadred chick. Oh, Caroline? Caroline. Yeah, she be, she becomes queen. Okay. Yep. Because Rand's passed out. 
You know, we know we've heard what the crown of swords is earlier in this book, right? What is it? Geese? It's it's the it's the crown of uh Ilion. Oh. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Don't 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 be just dis- Do we finish the book with Perrin? No, don't be disillusioned. We're gonna have um <laughs> the queen coming back. We're gonna have Demon Dread, we're gonna have the Queen, and we're gonna have Egwene all in one room looking at the crown, like, all right, we're gonna flip a coin or how are we settling this? <laughs> Man, I you know what? I'm gonna call it for you, Chris. I think we end on a parent chapter. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Pa- parent who? Here, we're about to find out. <laughs> about to find out. So, uh, <laughs> what are you showing? <laughs> anyway, so favorite character? Uh, Keenan and Peel. No. Jordan, Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. Awkward. <laughs> so, my, my favorite character, I said it in the beginning and then I let, it left me that quick. Who did I say? Um, it's a cat swing. Cat swing. She's great. She's definitely one of my favorite characters from this this go around because her level headedness in the course of everything that's going on is more or less what saves Rand's life because she tried to heal him first, and then she called on the next, the best healer in the group. Yeah, and then also said, "You know what? Let the Ashman try their thing. Like, don't don't get in their way." Yeah. I think she's the best pick. Um, my top three would be her, and then Matt and Lan would be tied for second. Uh, but I got to give a little more credit for Lan, again, because as far as we know, he's just a man. But he is the Oh, man. he is more than a man. He is a king. Lan, the man. Uh, but Matt should get a little credit here. He gets honorable mention. So I'll officially say Lan since you took Cat Swain. Yeah. But uh, Matt, honorable mention. Uh, my, because he, my, he mine's gonna be the snake. Mine's gonna be the snake man, just because. Really, he he was badass. But Tomanus <laughs> is the one that taught the Ashaman how to channel. Thus, he's the one that saved Ran. Tomanus wasn't there, but he saved Ran. Well, we talk about him every other week when he's not here. So Chris just <laughs> he's, felt he's here in our hearts. Him. He's here in our hearts. Where is Tomanus right now? He's he's still uh, with Gwaine and Saldar, I think. Tomanus trained the black. The, Nobody cares the, where he is. Ashaman. No, Taim. Anybody. Taim. That's Tomanus. Tomanus is one of the, one of Matt's commanders. It's still behind That's Zelda. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking the wrong person. Yeah, well, yeah, where was he when Matt needed him the most? That, he was with Egwene, where Matt left him. It's messed up. He's the worst character ever. <laughs> he is the best. He's the worst. <laughs> but yeah. So now Flint, Flint. I want to pick Flint as my, my favorite character. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I loved his story time while he was healing. That yeah. really was great. That was good. Yeah. yeah. My favorite character, are those in Bridge Four that is making it all happen. Oh, Bridge Four. Anyway, uh so <laughs> get on Bridge Four. So yeah, um, we'll be finishing this up in two weeks, uh, right before we go to Jordan Con. So that way when we do our panel, um, if you guys are coming to Jordan Con, anyone listening to this that's coming to Jordan Con. Uh, we will be in the panel on Sunday at 10 a.m. with uh, The Wheel Takes. Uh, it's called It Feels Like the First Time. And it's all about first-time readers in The Wheel of Time uh, with Allie and Gus from Wheel Takes uh, and the three of us. So um, come check out that panel. If and if you haven't listened to Allie and Gus, uh, you need Shame to. 
Yeah. Every time we've spent any kind of time with them, it's been. I feel horrible because they do so much beyond Will of Time. I really need to jump on and look at some of their other stuff. Like they're doing Attack on Titans, and I've been thinking about starting it. So I may at least jump on to their Attack on Titans stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so we're going to do a panel with them. Um, It's going to be chaotic and fun. Um, So come check us out. We'll try to live stream it. Um, I'll get I'll get a mod to hold a camera up or a cell phone up and live stream it. So they'll remember it, to turn it on this time. Yeah, I'll try to remember to turn it on. I'll try to remember to charge my phone um, and, and charge things the right way and have batteries. We'll, we'll see. Um, this this is this is a bush league over here, so we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, how we can be found is at thewheelreads.com. Um, it has links to everything. It has emails, and we do get emails from time to time. And I do enjoy them very much. I got an email the other day uh, from from one of our fans saying how much they they love our podcast, and uh, I, I do respond to those, and I I do uh, appreciate it because it makes me feel good about myself when when nothing. And all the hard work that he's doing. <laughs> everybody loves a little pick me up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I feel it makes. But me feel we're good. also so, twisted, and if you have something to say and it's not nice, you could also say that. It'll, it'll actually make me feel good too. So um, I, I do. Hey, you're paying attention to me. <laughs> Trust me, we, we talk about those. Yeah. Oh, oh, we do, uh, and and I I enjoy them. Uh, I I enjoy uh, uh, constructive or just flat out criticism. That's not constructive. Uh, just just mean spirited <laughs> stuff. It's fun. Um, Destructive criticism. You might get let, let me be your punching bag. Uh, you might get talked about live too. Yeah, you might be. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, go support us. Uh, get some, buy some merch. There's some cool T-shirts. Uh, also, join our Discord. Um, great place to hang out. And uh, Patreon. Yeah, best way to support us is Patreon. Um, that's where we pay for all of our stuff, and um, the bills keep on adding up because I keep on buying things like editing software and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, keep that up. And that's all I got for this week. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.